I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. Hit the box. And we welcome you back to another episode of Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. My name is Justin Perez. Uh, we are coming to you recorded live to tape from Woodside, Queens this evening, where Justin has just visited H-Mart. If Thank you don't you. know what H-Mart is, H-Mart is a Korean grocery, and he just slipped me a green tea Kit Kat. Delicious, as they say. <laughs> I wanted to say the other thing, but you know we're still trying to get on... A couple networks, and <laughs> may- maybe let's ease them slowly into the Chinese accent thing. Uh, you went from Korean to Chinese, yep. and also, you know the rule now. If you're going to do an offensive accent, you can only do the accent of your people. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, <laughs> it's a green tea, a kit cat. Uh, it's a delicious. Yes. Good Korean accent, Michael. Really good. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As uh, always, please go ahead, uh, rate, review, subscribe to the pod. We really appreciate that. Helps with what they call a visibility. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of pod, uh, our episode last week, we had a great episode yes. taped, recorded. Uh, it was a good, it was a super podcast. It was about uh, an hour and 10 minutes. And uh, when we went to load it up, we found out that our SIM card, was it SIM card? SIM card. SIM card SD is, card, SD yeah. card is broken. <laughs> That's right, folks. So we apologize for that. What happened was the top piece of plastic off the SD card uh, broke in half, so, meaning that we, when you, it's, you don't need to know all the uh, schematics <laughs> of how uh, SD cards work in a It's Zoom a complex recorder. machine. Complex machine. <laughs> Uh, but long story short, uh, it's broken. The file that was on there is, I guess, gone. I tried several different readers to try to get it off, but unfortunately, uh, nothing doing. SD card stands for a suck dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's a suck dick card. <laughs> yep. Uh, Not and we the had good to type. suck the dick this week. Yeah, so there's no episode last week, so we're going to make this episode three hours no so. <laughs> we don't have three hours justin and i are actually uh in the process of doing a podcast for you guys to make sure that you have something to listen to this week uh and after this we're going to play a pickup game of basketball in long island city uh one of us is sure to crack some bone in our body yes uh playing with these strangers that we've never met before yes we're old men now justin yeah it's true uh now when i set a pick as i set it as i set the pick i just go Please don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that on the train ride home. I was like, we're going to play. And I was setting the pick was the thing that I was thinking. If you don't know what setting a pick is, uh, ladies, um, setting a pick is when some guy has a basketball, he's dribbling it. And you're and on his team. You're on his team. And you try to basically like stop the other guy from following him by standing in front of him with your big man body <laughs> to try to just block the other guy. Uh, usually that works. If you're an athlete in very good shape, uh, you can do that and yep. set the pick and, and mm-hmm. you know, you kind of roll off them. It's called a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, I'm about to be 30. You're well into your 30s. Thank you. And uh, I'd say we're both overweight. Well, <laughs> we'll let the people decide. <laughs> and uh, yeah, at this point, it's not so much a as a pick and roll as a pick and walk yeah. to the basket. <laughs> a pick and roll. Pick and my rolls, they <laughs> hurt. <laughs> so that's where we're at in life now. And, uh, it should be exciting. Exciting two hours of us calling time out all the time. That's true. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Got to get that exercise in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot going on in the world of reality TV, a lot of lot going on in the world of television, period. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, I don't know if it's because we're doing this podcast now or what, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching the most TV that I've watched in years, maybe five years. And probably coincidentally, it's the most we've ever weighed. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Do you think it's related? Do you think Not a lot of moving this off podcast the couch. is detrimental to our health? Like when we die ah. of a heart attack at 67, will we look back at this podcast and go, God damn it. I'll tell you what. 
There might be something to that <laughs> for a lot of reasons. I, I thought about this the other day, too. Every time I go to your apartment to record this mm-hmm. now, you are, you're of a much better food neighborhood mm-hmm. in New York City than I do. Yes. Um, you have a pretty pretty good like new wave Chinese restaurant. Fancy Chinese. You've got um, a couple very good pizza places by you. Yes. You've got Fancy some pizza. good Mexican food. What Fancy the, Mexican. The burritos. Yeah. Uh, Maya, is that the place? Maya, Delicious. Vario, Table 87, and Michael and Pink. Shout out to my people in Gowanus. That's right. And uh, you have a fantastic pie place. <laughs> 420 Blackbirds. 420 yeah. Blackbirds. So every time... I go to your place specifically to record. I end up getting one of these things. I, I it's either a full pizza <laughs> or several pieces of pie. Yeah. Or you know. Or so, sometimes you even pull the trifecta and you get a slice of pizza, some some fancy Asian Chinese, food, yeah. uh, kung pao chicken <laughs> yeah. with a little slice of pie to finish it off. It's Friday night, <laughs> and we, we never record on Fridays. So that's the best part. No, we of this. Have, we record on Fridays sometimes. It's true, it's true. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a little bit. There might be something. There's to a that correlation theory. to it. But uh, I, I could t- from watching all the stuff that we're watching right now, and and uh, Lex and I have been maneuvering around our our Hulu to mm-hmm. find something new to watch as often as possible. Um, uh, the R. Kelly stuff. We, it was a six-part mini documentary, which we watched every minute of, yeah. which was spellbinding the entire time. Can I tell you my theory on R. Kelly? Sure. Uh, he knew this was coming. He had this a song. Well, he knew something was coming from. He had a song with JC called "Jigga Hove Not Guilty." <laughs> Do you remember that song? No. Was that on Kelly the Hove Best of Not Both Guilty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Not guilty? We didn't accuse you of anything. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about, R? Well, I no guess- one accused. I just said, "What time is it?" And you started singing a song about, about how you're not guilty. <laughs> a little suspicious. Well, we if you actually watch the the whole docu series, they do like a whole. Um, uh, analysis on his psychology and his music, and there's a well, oh, psychology. The guy's a psychopath. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did an eight-part <laughs> series about being trapped in a physical closet. But yes, this was the whole point. Like, right, Lex? But it was the Lex night. Lex is here. Hey, Lex. Hey, what up? Uh, they they did like this whole um, analysis where this woman was breaking down his <laughs> like why his lyrics and why his music like are the way they are. Yeah. And her theory is that a lot of the stuff that he's made is it's very um, uh, self autobiographical. Yes. Um, and a lot of it is him attempting to like hide in plain sight, where there's like he he does these. It's almost like the gimmick and his actual life are colliding in a way that people sort of like not that they don't believe it but excuse it in a way where they're like well that's r kelly yeah like of course he's living a crazy life it's like um allowing these rock stars to live these like crazy lives of like sex and like yeah. and it's actually an interesting theory that that like he like like trapped in the closet mm-hmm. was sort of in a lot of ways like a like a confession because it was so over the top and it had so much other it had it had like midgets in it it had fucking like <laughs> it was meant to be like salacious and over the top on purpose to like kind of like throw a smoke screen to the fact that in real life he was you know uh kidnapping 16 year old girls and, yeah and fucking them in a basement uh yeah. he i mean he I'll, i think pretty much every album he had had like three or four ridiculous songs yeah that he literally just like eating the booty dropping yeah. the panties uh chocolate factory like he yeah. just had like if you go through each song, yeah, yeah. He, they're all pornographic. And after a certain point, you're like, okay, well, yeah. we get it, <laughs> we get it. I, I understand. Like fucking. <laughs> like fucking, yeah. And you pissed on a girl. Like that's the thing that I. This whole documentary is great, and it's good that people are like, you know, seeing that he's a piece of shit. But he was a piece of shit in 2002. Yeah, everyone knew about the video in 2002, but they gave it a pass because it was what like, pass. He, the girl was 14, but nothing he, happened to him. He I know, but it, he went, to me, he, it went to trial. Nothing happened. I don't need to know anything else. Like everything else, him trapping women, all this stuff is like horrible. But I knew he pissed on a 14 year old girl. Right. He probably had. He definitely had sex with her because it was on video and everyone knew about it. So everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'm never listening to R. Kelly again." It's like 
He pissed on a girl. He, if if I told you fucking uh, uh, Willie Nelson pissed on a 14-year-old and then I had sex with her and then filmed it, you'd be like, oh my God, Willie Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. But then for some reason, it just sort of got swept under the rug with R. Right. Kelly. Yeah, I, I and don't... I don't understand. It's truly like mind-blowing. I think it was just because it was like it's it, the... the If I remember right in the documentary, they... He's any of these lawsuits that got brought up. He just settled out of all yeah, of them. So yeah, he, that's what he's basically paying that's people what Cosby off. did. Yeah, right. So they were just like settling out of all these like these these courtroom uh, circuses, basically. So the minute you settle out of it and the and it all goes away, you know, people it's move the on to the it. next yeah. thing. But at the same time, he's been doing this now for like uh, 25, 30 years. Yeah. So it's weird, but and it, it's it's one of the few documentaries that I watched where it was like. Uh, there was so many of these things, like like these like standalone cases where mm-hmm. this is like uh, one woman said this and another woman said this, uh, that it sort of started to blend together. And it was like six episodes where I feel like the whole point of the show was just to basically like to just show people the volume of it. Yeah. To show people that it was it's not like it's not like the Clinton scandal where you watch it and it's basically like Paula Jones and Lewinsky. Even yeah. though there's like four or five women that I think are part of this Clinton sexual harassment tree or rape tree or whatever. Yeah. Uh with this it's like it, yeah, I mean they probably didn't even cover everyone. 20 women, 30 women. These tons are just of the women. women who were like willing to speak to the documentary. There's probably right. dozens who they just didn't get. Yeah. They just don't want to dozens that are still possibly like under his like um, uh, I don't want to say uh, surveillance I guess yeah, so yeah. D- pro- there's tons of women that are probably still brainwashed that haven't like escaped you yeah. know what I mean so it's weird it was one of the few times where, where I watched that where I was just like I kind of couldn't believe what I was watching most of the other documentaries that I've seen I feel like are like yeah. although I'll tell you what the Fry Festival is pretty. You didn't watch that documentary yet, right? It just came out. The one on Hulu? No. Dude. I'm trying to get in shape, so I'm not watching as much. I I believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's order a pizza right now. Well, first first up and secondly, we still haven't talked about our week. We both had something in common over the weekend. What did we do this, Mike? Mike, how was your week? What did we do this weekend? We played Settlers of Catan at your place. Yes. And what did you order? A burrito. Big burrito. And what did you have as a dessert? What did I have as a dessert? Meat covered nachos. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as like a as a little palate cleanser afterwards. They're good to share. Yeah, I shared it with Lex. Three to- three nachos were had by Lex. That's sharing. <laughs> it was humongous. It was very impressive. I was very impressed. In a way, you kind of won the game night. Uh, but in yeah. a way, Taz won because she won three consecutive times. Yeah, it's your, uh, <laughs> your, your girlfriend uh, really killed everybody in Settlers of Catan. The key with Settlers of Catan, in case you haven't played, is the nerdier you were, the nerdier you were in high school, like the the bigger the bigger the loser you were in high school, the better you are at that game. You sort of have an understanding of like <laughs> economics and politics and it really takes all these like all the other games i feel like that people would have been good at in high school are like athletics or they don't take a lot of like real strategy yeah you know somebody's been quietly in the corner in high school just sort of sitting back and watching people and studying people and that's and that's my girlfriend she really understood how to play people and uh she won three different three consecutive times it's a damn shame yeah Let's chalk one up for the women, I guess. <laughs> Finally, uh, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about our shows. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of 90 Day Fiance yes. and a lot of bit of The Bachelor. Uh, 90 Day Fiance had it wrapped up its second part of uh, the, the cast. Tell all. Tell all. They usually call them, I mean, for The Bachelor, it's a tell all. With their Bravo shows, their reunions, and then for in this particular case, I think they consider it the couples tell all. Yes, and uh, it was uh, pretty interesting. I, I I really didn't know anything. I I mean, I just sort of got the the gist of it. Everyone's in the same position. Everyone pretty much hates Colt and Larissa. But Rightfully so. They really had a heel turn. And yeah, uh, but I I don't necessarily understand why they felt. That they had. Do you think they were, that was a little nudge from TLC? 
to be like, Colt, listen. There was a nudge you at the end. You know you're a star. <laughs> Colt, these haters are <laughs> yeah. trying to bring you yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, a real, I mean, there was a literal push from TLC at the end of the episode when TLC shows all the things that the cast was talking shit about Colt and Larissa. They show it to them like months later on like a little screen and then they phone in and then they get their reactions and then they show Colt and Larissa what everyone was saying about them and they get their reaction mm-hmm. and it was like oh my god you guys just needed time to just talk shit and at one point the censors just stopped censoring things so in the first 45 minutes of, the, of this like two hour extravaganza or the first hour and a half it, everything's bleeped out you know cunt is bleeped out a bunch of times <laughs> and then the last half hour did cunt get through in the last half hour, there was like 15, 20 curse words. You're really? Like, yeah, they just gave up. It was incredible. I've never seen a network just be like, I don't have time for this. I Listen, I know we can get an intern, but I, we just have to put it out. Yeah, yeah. It's going out today. Like a network truly did something like uh, like the level of work that we might do, you know? Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> this is it's, a major it's network. It's almost done. It's pretty much done. Just, just put it out. Just send it out. Yeah. Just send it out. <laughs> I don't know how I'd, I don't know how a network would do a mistake like that. Yeah. I think they I think they just did it on purpose. They yeah, just yeah. were like fuck it. Yeah. Literally fuck it because it wasn't bleeped. Well, it's weird, man. We're moving into this odd territory where there a lot of these shows are on cable technically, yeah. but yeah. really it's like we all I mean anybody that I know that's my age and I have to imagine younger catches them after the fact. You catch them where like you catch them online, you catch them on you not really YouTube, but catch them on Hulu, catch them on Netflix, whatever. And they don't have FCC regulations yeah. for any of that shit. Yeah. So it's like, at this point, just cut it the way it is. Put it out there. What, yeah. You know, like... Just live a little. Like, example, on Netflix, there's no... There's technically no censorship. And I know this because every now and then, I'll have the apartment to myself. And for a good time, I'll just search nudity. Mm-hmm. And see what movies come up, and I'll jerk off to an R-rated movie with some nudity. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's like I'm in 1997 again. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good time. Uh, <laughs> didn't we discover something great about ourselves this weekend? That, uh, that we both love the same parts of each other <laughs> <laughs> and our bodies. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, I discovered about myself. I, I, I admitted this to you that sometimes I'll jerk off while my girlfriend's sleeping because it's just easier than like bothering her for. The old SEX. And she and the way of her finding this out is sometimes I'll just wake up without underwear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you just slept bottomless? You porky pigged it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I jerked off next to you and came in my boxers and threw them in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> she's horrified by this. Yeah, I do that more often than not also. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it is just easier. It is. It it's is less, just easier. Less mass, her, less... Her response and I think your your girlfriend's response is just wake us up. Just get to it. Wake us up and let's get going. And my girlfriend was even like, you don't even have to wake me up. Just just start going. Which yeah, I'm not going to Maybe not do. a great thing to throw out there oh, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm not agreeing with her and I will never do it. Uh, I would need that in blood, in writing, mm-hmm. on video before I would ever. And even then I won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me now, podcast. <laughs> Hear me now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just easier. I, sometimes it's just better. Yeah. You know? I'm making the push for it. Yeah, agreed. I'm making the push for guys masturbating. You it's know? a movement. <laughs> it's a movement. You can either get on literal, the train or get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> it's a literal movement. <laughs> but we should have sex with our girlfriends more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so back to 90 Day Fiance. Yes. The more important thing to talk about. Yes. The true sex show. So the uh, hilarious <laughs> thing to me about 90 Day Fiance. Yes. Um, I don't think that the buildup for the couple's tell-all was as good as I would have kind of hoped it would be. They had... F- 45 minutes of material that they stretched out into four hours. Yeah, yeah. They stretched it too thin. And also, I remember thinking that the first tell-all when they were showing it, they were showing sort of the fireworks and everything. Yeah. I remember thinking like, oh, cool. One episode of this would be great. Yeah. You know, one episode of like Colt and John fighting and like, well, yeah. cool. But two episodes, like you said, they're stretching it too thin. It's too much. And really, I started seeing after like that first tell-all because we didn't even really like we didn't rush to watch it when it was yeah. on last Sunday. I just think that it was like after I sort of got to see the finale for all the love stories, if you will, like yeah. the like the weddings and all that stuff. 
not that I stopped caring, but like the real, the real like cool stuff to follow after the the stories was social media, because yes. they're they're all going nuts. And the arrest photos of oh, Larissa, Larissa and Cole Jonathan are beating and the shit out of each breaking other. up. Yeah, uh, Cole's Ashley's on, at, Ashley is lupus now. She's, she's on dialysis. She's, she's had lupus. Yeah. Oh, she's had lupus. Yeah, yeah. Well, my bad. Yeah, she's had lupus, but she, she's been flaring up recently. Uh, we have Colt sliding into chicks uh, DMs. We had Colt's dick yeah. was leaked, and uh, my God, it's uh, it's really it's something. Disgusting. It's really. Huh? I. It looks like a small turd. It, it literally looks dick. like a an accidental like turd yeah. from like a, a child, mm-hmm. or like a big turd from a child, or a small turd from an adult. Yeah, like when you change a diaper, the lump that you just <laughs> yes, see that's just little, like sort of the dry there. lump. Yeah, that's but what his, his dick, dick looks like. And I don't yeah. know. Wh- and as someone who sent a many a dick pic in my sure. day, uh, why would you ever don't know send a soft photo? Don't know unless it's somebody you've been dating for years. Never, gentlemen, listen, hear me out. Never send a soft photo. Don't even don't even FaceTime soft. Don't uh, even yeah. pan down. That makes don't even, sense. It's it, it just it's like showing yourself at, at, at your most vulnerable. You know, like it, it's it's. I, I have no words for it, Michael. I I yeah. It's truly. It's odd because <laughs> there it is. There in no way can it be interpreted as like a hot yeah. dick pic. Yeah. Like. Even, dude, I could understand. All right, I I'm on your team here with the no soft dick pic yeah. thing, but I also do feel like if you are gonna send a dick pic, that there are ways that you can even send a soft one to Where make it, looks, it look s- at least cinematic. Yeah, or so, you know, there's cinematic. You know, yeah, like dude, <laughs> <A> dolly shot. <laughs> he the the dick pic is and. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm conflicted about even talking about it. And we'll talk about that in a second. But it's like, a crime to receive it. It's in a lot of ways. It's I'm conflicted because he I feel I feel bad because he yes, he did put himself in the public eye by doing this show. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be subjected to having like strangers pass your, around your dick. Pic. Yeah. Pictures of your tiny dick. But around. that being said, my dick pics that exist that are certainly out of nature right now, uh, you'll never find a bad one of me. Right. There's no bad dick pics of me. Maybe there's a couple funny ones. Like one time I did a, a wristwatch. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? Oh, you put the dick over your wrist. Yeah. And then, yeah. And and so I, I did that. And it was like a video. I put it over my wrist and I went, time's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a feminist joke. I, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. It was, it was pretty well received. Now, uh, uh, having said all that, on the other hand, uh-huh. Colt in these last couple weeks has really proven to be kind of a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. So that also makes me feel a lot less uh, conflicted over the fact that like his, his picks are out. He yeah. seems like a real jerk. And... Again, we don't know the whole story with Larissa. Sure, it yeah, seems yeah, like sure. it seems like they just got into a mutual fist fight. Yeah, where like she, she was the only one who was arrested, but yeah, she, she, this is now her second or third arrest. Yeah, in the states, and uh, Which she's out of here well for her. Yeah, yeah. Colt posted a photo of like all her shit packed up in the yeah. room, like emptied out, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so she's out of here. Three strikes, you're out. And uh, Colt apparently has been getting beat up by her. Uh, but I still, as much as I, you know, it sucks to get hit by anyone, I still don't like the guy. He really came yeah, off like a very, heel. It's very he had, he like had a him. real hard heel turn on the tell-all. At one point, he just was like screaming at people, you're with a 16-year-old bride. Yeah. And then, you know, Jonathan shot back. At least I don't live at home with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. always, he, he has you. you yeah. Know, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day. Fernanda is not a 16-year-old bride. No. She's an adult. No. She's 20, right? No. What was that face, Lex? Oh, we'll edit that out. You're saying she was 16 <laughs> when they met? Oh, Lex is saying that... I've read a couple of things on uh, online about that, and it, it's somewhere in the middle. Granted, I don't think you should marry a 19-year-old. That's the that's my advice here. Yeah, he's in his 30s. <laughs> but it's not necessarily I can't like, even speak to a 19-year-old, Yeah, right. let alone marry one. I would still say that it's not really like... It's not quite the insult that Colt seems to think it is that he like, oh, you married this like young hot chick. 
fuck <laughs> fuck you idiot <laughs> yeah uh, and, and also uh, larissa really has some weird issues at one point she was going crazy saying he's a software engineer he's a fucking software engineer like <laughs> like that was you know like yeah, he's yeah. a titan of industry <laughs> and i'm like well yeah he's a software engineer who lives at home in vegas off you know, like yeah. who doesn't have air conditioning? Right, so, right, like, right. slow your roll when you start shouting things out at somebody. Yeah, still a big loser. He's a podcast engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he lives in a house with five people. And right, 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 right. His roommate, you know, he has a rat as a roommate and a raccoon in his walls. Yeah, but I, yeah, I Hello. mean, I, I think the thing is that, like, with this show in particular, it, it was bad because all of the action really flared up on social media yes. after the fact. So it was yes. like, it's kind of hard to sit there and watch Colton Larissa yelling at people as a couple yeah. when you know that as this is happening two days before that, she was arrested for punching him. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, like, it just kind of spoils the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, some, some other highlights of the second part of the episode, uh, Eric being confronted by Tasha, Tasha calling him out, Tasha crying when she's shown a clip of Eric crying about his tough decision that he had to make, mm -hmm. <laughs> which he did not have to make right, yeah, to kick his daughter out. Yeah. Oh, and also the uh, Steven telling Eric, bro, I don't, I don't know. Do, bro, if that was me, uh, you know, I would never treat my daughter never, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too responsible for that, bro. I don't, know, I don't know. <laughs> there's nothing better than a 20 year old villain <laughs> telling you, you know, you've really crossed the line, bro. <laughs> a man in his forties. Yeah. He's yeah. just been defeated by every aspect of life. <laughs> just sitting there being reprimanded. Yes. Uh, just by awful. the dumbest person in the room. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> uh, that was great. And then uh, we had a very bizarre thing at the end. The host, who was very cool, Sean something, uh, she just goes, hey, before we get out of here, I just have one little weird request. A swallow, can you dance us out? <laughs> and then he, she's like, what do you need? Uh, and he's like, Samoan music. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we don't have that. We can't copyright Samoan music, which is laughable yeah, yeah, sure you yeah, can find some like ancient hymn you can play <laughs> so then he just goes all right do this and, and then he just has everyone like beatbox for him and he does a, a samoan dance yeah, yeah, yeah and he dances for the people mike it, it's it has like shades of minstrel show it has shades of uh uncomfortable dance for me monkey type thing you know mm. dance boy dance yeah. but hey at least you're throwing out some samoan culture in there and that's all right, I guess. As we say, TLC, also known as the Freak Show. It's really the Freak Show. They really stoked the it fires. It gets people get the at worst their worst of part oh, of yeah. it. I, you're catching people when they're 600 pounds. Yes. You're catching people as as they're transitioning. Just like very interesting times, and yeah. sometimes. I, it really questions like why are you there dude did we talk about this, this? should be done in silence yeah. did we talk about this in one of the other episodes <laughs> we did we how, talked about how? i am jazz we talked about no, like, no no but like the like so i i think that like tlc they're they're sitting on a hit if they called me and mike my 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 um production company boner city productions uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. is that the name of your production company yeah in college i had a production company <laughs> called boner city productions <laughs> boner city productions yeah boner city productions yeah it's gonna have a lot of traction <laughs> i imagine every studio wants to work a boner city oh who's the producer on this is it amblin is it dreamworks no no it's a boner city production <laughs> oh yeah they're good they're good their stuff really pops <laughs> so CLC Boner City Productions we have the crossover mm -hmm. and we do a show about people that work in the casinos in Atlantic City you want to talk about sad oh that's that would be the pinnacle of TLC freak show it would be awesome I think we'd crush it I think it'd be sad because I know I've met a few dealers uh car dealers in my time yeah and they spend a lot of their money at the casino <laughs> I bet they sad. do oh yeah they they get off work and then they play really cards. The no, it really doesn't. It's yeah. really like a vicious cycle sometimes. Not for all, but for some people, they go right back and play cards. It's, they just change their outfit and they're right back at the card table. Yeah, they can't play at their own casino. They have to go to a different casino. But 
Still sad. Now, to be fair to Atlantic City and the board down there, <laughs> they are extremely responsible. As you are driving out of Atlantic City, there are billboards for one eight hundred gambling problem. <laughs> so, but it, the billboard <laughs> is sponsored by Harrah's, which has a free buffet right now. If you go there to Harrah's, go back. All the gambling help is in Atlantic City. Yeah, <laughs> you unfortunately also see that billboard after you you've. Lost eight to nine hundred dollars. That's a that's a good weekend. Yeah, they have flyers you know? that say that, like uh, postcards that say that you know need gambling help. And I've seen a many guy do cocaine off that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> With a rolled up hundred dollar bill, his yeah. last hundred dollar bill. And speaking of gambling, uh, we move to our other favorite show that is obviously in season right now as they are gambling with their viewing audience, The Bachelor. (laughs) Return to ABC. Oh, boy. Cannot wait. You missed episode one, uh, whatever we recapped because the card broke. Yes. But uh, to be fair weren't missing a whole lot. Yeah, we just shit on some people. We shit on Colton and we shit on some of the girls. Um, the girls are fine. The Colson's fine. It's just kind of boring. It sucks. It He's sucks. very boring. Very, very a, boring. This is a very bad season so far for The Bachelor. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about it. Sure. <laughs> um, we have some people that I like. We have some people I don't like. Uh, in the last episode, that got destroyed by the card reader or the card. Uh, I told you my favorites that I liked. I liked the Cuban girl. Mm-hmm. I, I like the... Um, <laughs> this is so sad. I just have everyone down as race. I, I, I like the Cuban girl. I like the <laughs> the perhaps Indian girl. <laughs> okay. Uh, perhaps the Asian type girl. <laughs> They're all American. I know what you're saying, yes, but yes, yes. this is the easiest way for me to say it. I am Hispanic. I, I can get away with this for one more week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I like those girls and I'm pulling for them. But if you know anything about Colton, you know that he used to date Ali Reisman, who is a former gymnast, uh, gold gold medal olympist yeah and she is tiny and she's five to a hundred and about and about a hundred pounds mm-hmm. and that's who he dated for two to three years which leads me to believe that demi has a real shot demi has a real shot the girl who got the first rose has a real shot uh i don't like any girl who's got curves on her i don't like their shots yeah i don't think it's gonna work out too well for them i like the ones that look most closely to a man because colton <laughs> is certainly gay <laughs> He's you gay. really think this? A hundred percent. He's gay. And no. you sent me the clip from... Uh, uh, oh, from this week's episode? From, yeah, when he was talking to Billy Eichner. Uh, Billy Eichner from Billy in the Street was on the show. And at one point... You know what? I'll play you the clip. At, at one point, Billy is... You know, he's making jokes. He's like, oh, I'm only on here because I couldn't get a cameo on the, on the Goldbergs. And he's making jokes. He's roasting people. It's a good time. And then he has this little gem that he drops on our boy Colton. And here we go. So that was Colton uh, being told to his face, maybe he's gay. And <laughs> maybe you're the not, first gay bachelor. And denying nothing. <laughs> he, I mean, like the Holocaust, he denied nothing. It was incredible. It's, it's, it, I, dude, I think he is 100% gay. I think that it would be so good for the show if he just came out. Like if he like if the, the last final episode, episode is between yeah. three women and he goes, I'm sorry, it's none of you, dude. I yes. choose Chris. I choose. <laughs> and he grabs Chris Harrison. He's like, oh, no, he thinks I'm gay. I choose EJ Johnson. Oh, nice. Magic Johnson's gay son. Yes. Uh, that would be incredible. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's no way reality. Steve would be able to keep this under wraps. There's no way anybody would be able to keep this under wraps. I, he's, so he's not coming out this year. And I'm I come from the school of thought. Uh, I can privately think someone's gay, but I believe whatever he tells me. So if he says he's straight, he's straight to me. But I know what you're saying. He's a virgin. He's got... Uh, he's never slept with a woman. Yes. He's got uh And he's had tips. opportunity to, which is the thing. He, he has a lot of opportunity. He has a him. lot of opportunity. Right. And he... He dated a very flexible gymnast in his yes. life. Uh, he's done a lot of... He, he's done Even a lot Tia. of charity work, huh? The Tia from la- when yeah. they were in Paradise. Like, I mean, Tia is very attractive. If you're in Paradise, the whole Becca, point of oh, being yeah, in Paradise, yeah, Tia, he had he could have hooked up with Becca during the thing, right? Uh, he, 
so so the case for him being gay that I'm going to play out. I don't think he is because he says he's not. Okay. But case for him being gay, the blonde highlights, right? He's got like very obviously dyed hair. Yeah. That he, he rocks sometimes. Um, Amazing shape. He's in amazing shape. He would fit in well in New York City with mm-hmm. us. Uh, I, I, Mike, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily have more evidence than that. I realized it's that just, once you started just a saying, hunch it, on you. dude, it's just like it's an it's an overall comfort thing where that he has with these women, where he doesn't look there doesn't look like there's any sexual tension in the slightest ah, with any of them. Even when he kisses them, even like what it doesn't seem like he's really like. And again, this is not like to to <laughs> to call him out on this is not. We're not like, calling him out. We're just th- fan theorizing, and sure. and maybe it's one of these things. Seven years from now, Mike is correct. You right. know what I mean? And it's not a. It's not and even. This is like, Michael Coscarelli's opinion. It is. It's, it's not mine. Justin Perez's opinion. It's mine. It's not Please meant to be negative. Absolve. It is not. It's not. It's not. It's if he's gay, that's great. I hope that he. If he is gay, I really hope that, that dude like <laughs> figures it out. Yeah. Because uh, it it sucks to be any person when you know when you're when you're not you're not truly being you. Yeah. That's got to be a nightmare. To be honest, to, the, to, the way you, know? you feel about Colton's sexuality is the way I feel about yours. You tell me you're straight, yeah. but I'm just waiting. Well, listen, man. Maybe one day I'll figure it out, too. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that is why I'm so miserable all the time and would prefer to be dead. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, as of right now, I am straight. Who knows? Maybe that will change. But with Colton, I do just think it comes down to a chemistry thing, man. And I don't think that he's ever like when he's with these women, it doesn't it doesn't there's the spark isn't there for any of them where, where you know like there was tension with a lot even with you look at like the bachelorette becca had like an obvious tension with a lot of these guys you know there's yeah. a lot of like ooh, are they are they not does she love him does she want to fuck him <laughs> does she want to kiss him? like those those factors were at play yeah whereas like um who did he go on the date with in the desert this week Oh, that had the beautiful, uh, the first appearance of a hot tub in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they do that yeah. every season. They're yeah. like, how the hell did you get a hot tub in the middle, middle of the, of the fucking desert? Yeah. What did you plug this into? <laughs> uh, the first, the first date, the first real date was with my girl, Hannah B. That's the Alabama. That's Miss Alabama. Yes. Uh, Hannah B. I, I don't know if you guys knew this. It was her birthday. It she, was. She dropped it about, I don't yeah. know, 20 times. She was like, it's my birthday. It's my yeah. golden birthday. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, she went on a date with Colton. It was one of the most awkward first dates ever because they went to the desert. She got to show herself off in a bathing suit. Colton got to show himself off in a bathing suit. And at one point, he goes like, hey, let's have a cheers. Uh, this is great. And then she has nothing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing was, to say. Really, really awkward. Now, granted, to be fair, that could have just been one bad date. Sure. How bad are they? That bad ever? They, I mean, you got to be able to do a certain level of editing. You know, I'm sure many of these dates wind up being like not great, but like the producers cut them the way that they want them to be cut. Sure, to at sure. Least make them look like there's something going on. Yeah. Which also leads me to believe that they're doing this on purpose, so the whole country can watch this and go like, I just I don't get it. I don't get why he's not clicking with any of these women. <laughs> and I think part of the problem is that he is just as not interested. Do you think he's not interested? I, yeah, I, I don't, think he, I just, I, I don't think see, he, no, I no. don't see him just all of a sudden, like just f- like falling for the right girl and like falling for, <laughs> and just finally giving up his virginity and, you know, uh, I, I actually think that uh, the previews that we saw has a lot of tears from him and like some wild shit apparently towards the end. And I think he does lose his virginity to someone. And I think that woman is, is not into him. She rejects him and says, I'm not ready for marriage or something. That's what I think happens. That's my big predi- uh, uh, prediction is that he finally was like, you know what? This is the girl. And that girl is like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, like, it, yeah. which would be heartbreaking if you actually like... He's straight and he's waited all this time to have sex with a woman. He's turned down oodles of vagina, women throwing themselves at him, and then he loses it and the girl's like, I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I can't talk to you. I can see that happening. Yeah. But the the odd thing with all this, Justin. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> I all right. If his story is true and this isn't just like, you know, he's not just creating what he thought was the best 
narrative to propel his bachelor career for another two to three years, you know? Uh-huh. Why would somebody who is, like, truly a virgin, truly, like, completely knows he's into women, and it really is just, like, waiting for the right person, like he says, mm-hmm. what makes him think that the right person is in this field of 30 that was, like, because of a national casting call yeah. for what would be good on television... Why does he think that the one is in this patch of people? Truthfully, because if this is his, he's got to stick by by his his morals here and say that like he's waiting for the one, which means that the one, hey, maybe she's out there somewhere, but like the one doesn't have to be part of this little pumpkin patch. And the problem is the show isn't very good if he doesn't have chemistry with anybody and fuck anybody towards the end of the show. Yeah. Right. Like, like, is the is the country really interested in watching a virgin continue to be a virgin through <laughs> twenty more episodes of the show, or however many episodes there are? I think we're gonna find out. But that's that's <laughs> my point. Like, so he's he's sort of putting himself in a position where he has to make certain concessions to his, you know, uh, his values. Yeah. Because there's a camera around him. Yeah. Which makes me feel like something is off with this. Whether you know. <laughs> Again, maybe it's not the gay thing, I, but there's something that I don't doesn't know really stack up. Logically. I don't know if you've really watched The Bachelor, but in seasons past, I've had the same thought as you. And really, I think a lot of times it's just the person is not interesting. I think could be that too. I th- I don't think you've actually like met dudes who are just not interesting and like sure attractive. I, have. You I mean, think I've met them, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> I'm not saying you haven't met interesting dudes, but like a true dud and he just is like a dork and and like this is a guy like uh we find out was just like a chubby kid in high school or in in middle school and high school and he kind of has that personality yeah in the back of his head like i I wasn't chubby as a kid i've I've always been you know in killer shape but uh my face was jacked okay i was not hot i had big spaces in between my teeth i had some acne issues uh, until I got into like I don't know ninth grade tenth grade, mm-hmm. and even then, which is pretty early mm-hmm. to get attractive, I still carry that with me. That I'm like I don't know, maybe I'm not attractive anymore. Yeah, I still have that in me, even though I I, I got hot in like ninth or tenth grade. Mm-hmm. It's never left me. So I, I think he has that mentality in his head. I think he's just a nice guy. I I actually do think he's a nice guy. I, I don't think he's sure. a scumbag. No, I agree with that. I, I think thought other like I thought uh, what's his name from a couple seasons ago was a scumbag. Ari? No, Ari's a piece of shit. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> old Vile. pillow lips. Yeah, I think <laughs> Nick Vile is uh, not a scumbag, but he's just kind of a dirtbag. Yeah. And he's someone who's like feeling himself of like, yeah, I'm good looking and I'm here to fuck. Yeah. And I, whereas I, I think Colton is actually a nice guy who's good looking, but he's just here. I, I actually do believe he's looking for something. Okay. I, That's fair. I, he I, does. Th- he is an, I do think he's a nice guy. I think he's a nice Based guy. Based off everything we've seen. And at the very least, he's looking for fame, and he'll get that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Getting something out of the deal. Yeah, he's looking for love, maybe. He's definitely looking for fame. Yeah. He'll get it for three months. So, yeah. that's, so that's always a good time. Uh, do you have anything else in particular you want to hit with The Bachelor? Because uh, we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to die soon. Or wait. Um... I really want Nicole to win. She's the Cuban girl. I'm in love with her. She, I, I want her to win. She's very cool. She's very she's very smart. The first episode, she said, I don't want to bring up his virginity. I don't know why people keep on bringing it up. It is awkward. Because if it was the other way around, uh, if men were doing this shit to a virgin bachelorette, if like the first time a girl meets Colt, he, she goes, oh, I, I really want to... I, I, hope, I hope I'm the one to pop your cherry... Like, imagine it was reversed, and a guy said that to, to the fucking bachelorette. I, I hope I'm the right. guy to take your your virginity to right. pop your cherry. Right. Hey, how's it going? I'm Steve. <laughs> right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, that right. would be fucking insane. It would be crazy. But on yeah, the yeah. show, everyone's doing it, and it's really like... It's I a good do, point. It, I don't like it. I really yeah. don't like it. I'm sure he's got other aspects to him than he hasn't stuck a dick in a vagina. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's really boring at this point. And it's hack. It's really hack. It's really boring. And everyone who does it on the show, I lose all respect for. Okay, fair. I don't blame you. That's a good point. And my girl, Miss Cuba herself, 
she she pointed it out and she refuses to talk about it and I think she should win. She's very attractive. She has a very cute angle. Uh, her brother has autism. Uh, oh, you want to see a photo of her? Yes. If you have one. on a podcast, this is great. I just need this to is put great a face TV. To the name. <laughs> Keep talking though, dummy. You don't have to stop talking. <laughs> no, I, I I can't do both. You know me. I'm I'm dumb. Well, I can tell you this. I do like Demi. I think she's a good villain because they're they're shaking her up to be the uh, the villain of this season. Oh yeah, yeah. She's uh, the Corinne Olympios. Whereas yeah. Corinne Olympios from a couple seasons ago with Nick, she used her physical sexuality. She was in bikinis. She was like you know just really flaunting her stuff and using it on Nick because I think she figured that's the way Nick uh, Nick responds. With Demi, Demi's just using like psychological warfare yeah. on these women. Like she, they had this uh, this thing with Nick Offerman and Megan Milani where they ha- had to tell stories of the. It was like a moth, yeah, yeah. for attractive people. It yeah. was like the moth storytelling yeah. hour for attractive people. So obviously, it was not good. There were some terrible right. stories, right, right. And then most uh, people can't tell stories. No, yeah. It, <laughs> even with the help that you probably don't see, there was probably like. Four comedy writers just sitting oh, next I'm to sure. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but Demi won. To me, Demi won because she goes. So I, this is a story of when I was on a show trying to win the affection of a guy, and this is a story of our first kiss. And then she drops the mic, goes off stage, and kisses Colton right yeah. on the fucking mouth. Yeah, it was pretty badass. It was badass. Yeah, and it's psychological warfare. Then later on, she's in the house. She just takes the rose and starts like, this is mine. I'm yeah. going to take this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's freaking people out <laughs> because they're like, you're not supposed to touch the rose. Yeah, yeah. It's like Beauty and the Beast rules. Yeah. Don't touch the rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy. It's hilarious because like um, uh, when they're, I guess right after that little moth storytelling yeah. session, they went to some fucking rooftop lounge somewhere. In There's always LA. a rooftop available. Yeah, for them. yeah. Isn't that incredible? It, yeah, yeah. And it's private. <laughs> yes, it's always private. It's always a, a beautiful rooftop overlooking yeah. whatever of uh, the two cities they always shoot in, LA and New York. Yeah. So they uh, they go to this rooftop and they're hanging out or whatever. And he's it's a group date, so he's picking all the girls going back and forth, whatever. And um, I can't remember which girl, but one of the girls is very clearly psyched out by Demi yeah like very clearly like Demi is just just renting space in her fucking head well you know this is after Demi has actually said on camera a couple times some ageist uh some ageist hate spew she was like there's no advantage to being older on this show so that's what this was about I mean she's correct I mean it would be a first if a, I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but not in recent memory in which a guy's been like a bachelor's been like, you know what I need? A, a woman year six, year, uh, yeah. six years older than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would yeah. be great. It would be progressive because if it was the other way around, we we never bat an eye. Yeah, yeah. When like a th- you know when fucking Ari was 37 and he chose a 24 year old as his wife. Yeah. No one said shit. Yeah. Of course. But if Colton were to choose a 31-year-old, it would be shocking. Yeah, it would be shocking. <laughs> Even though <laughs> it's not that big of an age difference. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually zero age difference, really. Yeah, yeah. It's really nothing. Well, but Demi said that whole thing about the age thing because there's a little group on The Bachelor. Uh, they're the Cougars. Yes, they're girls yes. that are, like I think, above 27 or Yeah, 26. there's like three of them. Yeah. And they're all very beautiful. They're all going to lose. You can't, they're all going to lose. If you pair up with people... You lose. And Demi's whole thing is like, is like, I'm here for one reason. I don't give a fuck about these other women. So another one of the, one of these cougars uh-huh. pulls her aside and is like, hey, like, can I talk to you? <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, I think that like your behavior is sort of like disruptive and like it's mm-hmm. like sort of rubbing a couple of people the wrong way. And Demi's just basically like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm here to hook up with Colton. Like, and I. In that moment, I was very. Oh, it was like, Tracy. Tracy's Tracy, her name. Yeah, yeah. With the eyebrows. And the, the whole thin time, eyebrows. I was like, I was like, she's a hundred percent right. What the fuck does does would Demi care if she's bothering these other women that are her competition? Yeah. You guys aren't there to be friends. You guys are there to be. I know that's like a. Cliche, I don't know if you've heard like, this before, yeah. but Demi did not come here <laughs> to come make here friends. friends. <laughs> uh, Tracy, I know that that is like a cliche, but that is like it's true. It's like you guys are in competition. You forgot what this is about, right? You're yeah. trying to get the guy. Yeah, this is like uh, it's like going on the show Survivor and being like, right. you know, you were really mean to me yeah, you, yeah. during that challenge. You really, right. you dunked my head underwater. Right. And, and it's the other like, person's like, yeah, I'm trying to win, dude. Yeah, dude. Million dollars on the line. Yeah, you remember World War II? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, German, you were real <laughs> mean to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. I'm I know you captured me, but uh, <laughs> I didn't appreciate how I was treated in this POW camp. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tracy seeks out Demi and says her behavior was rude and mean. And Demi <laughs> responds by complimenting Tracy by saying, you are seriously one of the most amazing women I've ever met. Just trolling her, yeah. just like a yeah, complete yeah. troll. Yeah. She's she, pretty great. She did everything but wink at the audience. You yeah. know, she's like, got him. Yeah, it's very Bugs Bunny of her. You just keep doing you. <laughs> yeah, Isn't yeah. Isn't that great? And which Tracy responded by going upstairs and crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is really, yeah. <laughs> just really. A 23-year-old is just, is just in her fucking head. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a, to complete the full heel turn, Demi tells it, uh, looks in the camera and goes, Tracy's wasting her time up there crying in her room. <laughs> Which is great. It's true. Yeah. You're not going to win the game by crying in your room. Yeah. There's no way the bachelor's going to be like, you know who I want? That the old woman crying. who's crying yeah. upstairs. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. always crying and yeah. saying things aren't fair. Yeah. It, the way the game works is if you start playing games, you start competing with another girl, you're out. You're yeah, both you're out. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to win. It doesn't or again, happen. Or you start making like alliances you're out. You, you have know? to be above the fray. Yeah. You have to be like, uh, like I don't know, Meghan Markle, or you have to just see, uh, you have to seem above it. I'm yeah. above it. I'm not going to try to win you over. I'm going to just be here and be cool and be available. And that's yeah. the only way you're going to win. And I know Demi's going to be. She's definitely going to be out. And I know my girl uh, Tracy's without a doubt going to be out soon. But we will go on to next week. Um, I, I mean, I have plenty of thoughts. I, I really want to see this clip of Hannah uh, screeching like a, a psychopath yeah. that they keep on teasing. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for her to smile through a date as she nervously can't think of anything to think of. Sure. Which is really funny because the entire thing of being a pageant person is bullshitting on the spot. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They yeah, ask yeah. you questions and you bullshit for three sentences. Yeah. And she can't think of a toast. Uh, <laughs> she's attractive, so I'm rooting for her. Uh, but but those are my thoughts, and I have I cannot wait to talk about it again. Yeah, and next week, guys, uh, we're the, the both of the fire festival. Uh, documentaries will have been out. Maybe we can do a little comparison on both of those because I watched the Hulu one and boy, did I like it. Uh, we can also probably give you a little Vanderpump update since 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, is, is please over. reach out to us and tell us what you want us to watch. Which is also helpful, yeah. Yeah, because our girlfriends watch the same three shows at this point point. Yeah, and I cannot watch Modern Mrs. Maisel again. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's... I've seen it all. I I get it. She's not funny. I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show is good. It's a very good show, but the actual stand-up stuff is rough. That's a little rough. It is not good stand-up. And, uh, I mean, it still doesn't take away. It's a great show, but it's just very jarring to see bad stand-up on a show about a stand-up. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so we thank you for listening, guys. We're going to get out of here in a second. Uh, please rate, <laughs> review, subscribe to the podcast. We got to go play basketball. What do you want from us? I just don't want to leave on the note that stand up on that woman show is bad. That's not, I don't uh, want that to be my last thought. Well, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's going to be what it's going to be, as the French say. All right. Uh, leave a review, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Five stars, please. We appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on social media. I'm at Mike Coscarelli on all platforms. You can follow me at The Fart Box on Instagram and at Justin Perez on Twitter. That's right. And maybe this one will make the light of day. <laughs> we can only hope. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll catch you next week. Hey, goodbye. Hey, goodbye. Goodbye.